Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 13 of Back to Square One. Mm-hmm. We're your lovely hosts, Carmen. And Derek. Changed it up a little bit today. Yeah, I like how you took charge. Nice. It goes in line with the post that we just made on TikTok that oh. it's nice when women take lead. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? It's appreciated from the guys. Yeah. <laughs> it was a very attractive moment, Carmen. All right, let's go. What are we talking about today? Okay, so if you made it here, you hopefully you listened to last week's episode. Yeah, that was a really, really, really heavy episode. Last week's episode, um, even after we turned off the the recording, we talked I, for like another like forty minutes. After yeah, that. we talked for another little yeah. bit just because. <sighs> we should have just kept recording, honestly. I know we should have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we talked more because I was feeling a bit uneasy about it. Yeah. I felt like I wasn't able to explain certain things properly. Um, I also felt like there were some parts of it specifically around the parts of, um, when I was talking about how I couldn't really, because of my upbringing, I couldn't really see a specific future and vision Mm -hmm. for myself and my family life. Um, and I felt like I couldn't really explain that properly. Um, so we just wanted to like revisit certain things this week Mm -hmm. um and on that topic i'm kind of trying to remember what i um how exactly i worded it but i do feel like when you go through traumatic things rough childhoods it does rob you at a certain level oh my god this is so serious right away i know oh man (laughs) oh my god I know this is, we were like we need an episode so that's less traumatic <laughs> we need an episode to relieve ourselves from the trauma of oh the last my. episode this is like uh when there's like an intense game of thrones episode it cuts off at a cliffhanger and then the next episode starts off right in the thick of yeah, it yeah, you're yeah. like oh my god you're like ready to be mind fucked <laughs> but no I, I i did have some time to think about it more and one of the things that i kind of realized was um, what I kind of how I wanted to word that segment was that when you go through something traumatic, when you go through a rough childhood, it does rob you of certain things. And I think for me, it was a certain vision or desire for a specific, you know, traditional family household, mm-hmm. you know, white picket fence, kids and kids running around, mm-hmm. lovely wife, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, so there, that mental vision was kind of damaged a bit. Um, and then the other thing that I really wanted to, that I kind of really had a revelation with was right afterwards on the drive home, I just had a lot to think about, you know, it was a really intense episode. Um, and what really made sense for me afterwards, um, because we were talking about it off, off, off the air, off the mic. Um, afterwards for a little bit, we had a conversation where you kind of said these words. You said, I don't understand why, I don't know if you said, I don't understand, but you said this is affecting you more than I feel like it is. I don't know if you remember that. And then I said, oh, how come? And you said the words, oh, because I feel like you're a capable person. I feel like you can get over this, right? So when I was driving home, what really made sense to me is, yes, I am a capable person. That makes sense in my mind. The things that weren't making sense in my mind was when my mom was telling me to forgive and forget. Mm-hmm. So those words, when you, it's almost like, um, it's almost like you're trying to get into your, your ATM with your bank card and you're putting in the pin. If I type in the words forgive and forget, it does not register. Mm-hmm. It won't let me, it won't let me like unlock it. Mm-hmm. But if I put in the words, I'm capable of getting over this, and I it, even if I just put in the words, I'm over it, that makes sense for me. And that is enough to kind of get over this in a way, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I think what I meant by that, like just remembering back to our conversation after the episode last week, it's just because I know you... you're able to process things in your mind like very most of the time you're very you're you're pretty logical 
Right. But you're also empathetic. Empathetic. So I think, you know, obviously not to downplay the trauma that you that you went through, but you've been through, you know, shit in your life and you're able to like just kind of reason through a lot of things. And I feel like you're a very capable person to, and you're like, you're a full grown adult now that there's no reason for you. And I don't know if like forgiving and forgetting is the, is the term, but more just like being that person to like, just be bigger than it all. I don't even know like like afterwards you texted me and you were like um maybe after the pandemic I'll just you know tell my whole family to go out to dinner oh I didn't say after the pandemic oh you didn't I said like next week oh sorry yeah when things open up yeah when things open up like and so in Toronto things are closed we're closed um but now things were open back up so restaurants are half capacity now yeah it was like so drastic it was like you went from like, I can't forgive and forget. Yeah, because I, I honestly can't. But in my mind, can I have the picture? Can I can I envision me going up to my mom, my dad, my brother and saying, you know what? Fuck it. I'm over it. Let's move on. I, uh, we'll move on in a sense. Not move on like in like we're all going to be this happy family, happy now. family again. But. Just accept. I mean, yeah, I'm ready to accept it. I'm, I'm ready to be over it. Mm-hmm. So that is a vision that I can see in my mind. And usually for me, at least, when I can see things in my mind, if I can picture it, mm-hmm. I can do it. So that was something I could picture. And even right now, when, when you said, um, what did you say? The word, something, something reason? You used the word reason. Like you're able to reason through things? Yes. So that was the biggest thing before. The words forgive and forget were not reasonable words for me. Mm-hmm. They weren't words that were computing my mind that would equate to reason. In this situation. In like this given situation. how your dad treated you. Exactly. You know, so I think for anybody going through a tough time, given that for anybody going through a tough time, I think A, having someone that cares about you or that is willing to listen to talk to you is really important. Mm-hmm. And then also being able to see and visualize a version or a future of yourself where you're kind of, whatever it is for you, if if it means you're over it, if it means you forgave the person, if you mean you've moved on, whatever the exact words that make sense to you, just try different words in your mind and whatever works, I feel like will unlock the ability to now move on. Mm That sounds very, very convoluted. Mm-hmm. I can see that. But yeah, honestly, I when I was driving home, I was thinking, could I go up to my dad, just give him a hug, not even forgive him, not even say whatever, but just fucking move on with it because I'm so tired of this being, even just the last however many episodes, four or five episodes we've been talking about this, um, it does feel like... Like, I'm just tired of it. Yeah, and I just feel like it's... It was something that I definitely needed to say. It was definitely something um, I needed to process and, and speak out loud. And it just, just so happened to be in front of everyone on the internet because we're doing this thing. But it was necessary. Yeah. But now I feel like I've made large strides and we'll be over it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think my encouragement to you was always... It was never for the sake of your dad, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. it was more just like, you need to move on with your life. Like this is weighing down on you too much that it's like, why, you know, the reason why I would say is because I feel like during the pandemic where we obviously were locked down a lot mm. and in the first half of the pandemic where, you know, when things were very serious, when, uh, we didn't really go outside much, I had a lot of time like just alone i'd just be lying in bed thinking mm. about these things because I, I i always knew that all these things affected me mm. but i thought i was 
I thought I like beat it. But then during the pandemic, I realized I didn't actually beat these things. These things actually altered and twisted my life in such, you know, in so many ways that made me different from regular people. Mm. Right. So I had really time to like really think and, and see how, like how effective I was, mm. you know, and then that's why, which actually prompted me to ask you to start this, which now is like the outlet. And now like we're here now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. No, I mean, yeah. Last week's episode was definitely super heavy because um, like right after you left, like I went upstairs and I was hanging out with Eden and, you know, we went to bed together and I remember being in bed and I like messaged you and you had just gotten home and I said it hit me after you left that like after such heavy conversations right like I'm I feel like I'm with you in experiencing like in the, the feelings that you're going through but like literally once you left I was able to like let go of all that heaviness and like go upstairs to like you know a happy relationship you know to my husband and I realized like you were driving home to like an empty condo and this is like your life Mm -hmm. like I could just I'm there with you when when I'm listening to you but at the end of the day like it will never affect me the way it affects you Mm -hmm. right even despite in the moment like I was literally crying with you right like it's so heavy so it's just like yeah sometimes it is just having that person there to be able to talk to and share kind of your thoughts yeah i think it's it goes back to the episode where um where your mom said something to you when you were a kid which was uh what did she say she said about like she said oh if it wasn't for you guys i would i would left your dad or something like that Mm, yeah and we we came to the realization that she said that our my my dad also said stuff like that and a lot of immigrant parents said stuff like that and according to the the tiktok comments that we saw all of our parents had to say these things because they had no one to say it to but Mm. they also just needed to say the words out loud and like get it out there and just put it in the universe like an outlet right yeah because or else once once it's inside you it just like festers and builds up and it's like this it's like mold and bacteria and it grows and it grows and it like just turns ugly and you know it's just not a pretty sight you know what i mean so i can definitely see how like i'm very fortunate to have you in my life a lot of close friends um you know creative outlets like this like this podcast and whatnot but for a lot of people who who just have that empty condo mm-hmm. and don't have anyone else i can see how it can turn into like a really dark frustrating lonely place where it's just it feels like a black hole almost where it's just sucking you in you can't get out mm-hmm. you know and you just have to have like a tie to the outside world by speaking these things out by spice by getting out of your own head and those ties are like like lifelines that pull you out of this black hole mm-hmm. you know yeah i realized it a lot more too like during the pandemic because even like seeing patients, like you can tell they've in the last two years, they really lacked human interaction. Mm -hmm. And so you could tell a lot of people are not doing well mentally or emotionally. And, you know, they're in the dental chair, you know, I'm about to like, I'm freezing their mouth and we're waiting like five minutes for them to freeze. And then they'll start talking to you about like, Oh, this happened, you know, my sister passed away and this happened and and how does that come up cuz cuz i still haven't told told a lot of my close friends of what happened to yolo and how he passed away just cuz i don't know how to bring it up so how, how do people in your chair just bring it up where they just blurt it out loud i think like sometimes when people really have no one to talk to like they just tell it to anybody yeah but of course these are kind of like the older patients who maybe right. Again, like our parents' generation who maybe don't have a whole lot of friends. Mm-hmm. And like, it's funny, like the dental office is kind of like your barbershop, <laughs> I find, right. where there's just like a lot of gossip, like 
and uh, yeah it's it's kind of interesting in a way because in a sense not that I'm acting like their therapist or anything like that but it's people trust you and they and they they talk a lot about their lives but it also makes you realize like how lonely they probably are if you're telling your dentist like Mm -hmm. certain things you know how things are mentally really hard for you right now during covid or Mm -hmm. whatever right um yeah the pandemic was really yeah probably like an eye-opener for a lot of people mentally yeah it's it's changed a, a lot of things i feel like even the way i look at social media has changed completely from the pandemic i feel like um the way i look at instagram now is just so it just feels so surface and so like phony and so like posed and yeah fake and it just feels so unnecessary and so like like when you see people's stories and they're at like the club and they're doing this and you know that stuff like we're all guilty of i've been guilty of you know and and to go through something like a pandemic and then go right back to it as soon as things open back up a little bit you know it just feels so like like really did we not learn anything did we not you know are we not more evolved now are we not better people now because you really do notice like i mean like there's nothing on instagram mm-hmm. like people aren't posting things because nothing's happening well, I guess in right. our circles, because Toronto is definitely super locked down. Yeah. But if you're in Florida, if you're in, you know, wherever in, in the world that where shit is still popping, then I guess life just went on for them. Mm. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. I think we discussed this too when we first started using TikTok. It was like Instagram is this like picture perfect, the per- mm. picture perfect light that you want to portray to other people. Whereas TikTok's just kind of like you're just jokes and, you know, is a place where you literally like, go on you wake up in the morning you don't even like brush your teeth and you you can go on tiktok um i think definitely that's why i use tiktok more like it just feels more like natural it feels like for especially for promoting our podcast it feels like tiktok you can be yourself completely whether it be funny stuff serious stuff yeah you know life hack stuff it's just raw genuine people just displaying whatever it is they're going through mm-hmm. you know can you imagine us posting i don't think i would ever post our podcast clips on my instagram no, that's just day, fucking that's just creepy yeah to this day we don't <laughs> it just feels so weird yeah right no and like even with and that was one of the things we posted on tiktok because not a lot of our friends use tiktok or at least I don't know too many people who use TikTok. I think everyone uses TikTok. They just, we just don't really, we don't really talk about it it. as much. Yeah. 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 And, um, so when people that we know started reaching out and saying, Hey, we saw your posts on TikTok. Like it kind of like scared me a little bit. Yeah. Cause we, we be saying it it makes us, it makes you realize the stuff that we're talking about is like really personal. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird, right? Cause you're willing to share it to the world on TikTok and yet you're weirded out that someone you know saw you saw you yeah it's just like, a that's so weird yeah. <laughs> because it's like i don't want to say like you don't want them to think of you differently or anything like that right but yeah, yeah, yeah showing someone your vulnerable side is is like it's tough yeah is really tough you know and you do open yourself up for criticism for you know there, there are some comments where it's People just straight up laugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because Uh, for those of you who don't know, like, I would not, like, Derek is a very emotional person, but I would say he's not very emotional for everybody. Oh, for sure not. I think, I think I have many sides to me. Yeah. And for a lot of people, for the, you know, 90% of the normal world, you just get a specific Derek. And you wouldn't necessarily might have guessed that I went through the things that I went through or whatever it may be, you know, but I do have those other side of me that I do reveal to certain people. And yeah, because I would say like even like people who knew you for years, like even people like Duncan, right, Mm -hmm. that we talk about all the time on this podcast, like we've known Duncan for like, I think 17 years or something like that. But like even when he started first started listening to the podcast, he was like, "Oh my gosh, I didn't even know like that was." Derek's I feel like opinion. I've always said this to everyone in our in Saga City though, like, "Yo, like, not to that extent, no." Like we all knew like 
Your home was a bit cold, but it, we didn't know about like the emotional abuse stuff. Right. Or like physical abuse stuff. Right. Yeah, we didn't know it was that bad. We knew because like, you know, Chinese New Year's or Christmas, like we know you never, you're always free. Like you don't really do anything. Yeah. Yeah, but we didn't know it was that bad. You don't, I mean, like you said, when do you ever really like come out and talk about these things when you're hanging out with? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just tough to, in a group setting specifically. Yeah, yeah. You know. No, for sure. And even when, you know, in episode three, when I shared about like, Eden and my marital problems it was definitely easier to share to strangers because I thought maybe okay like I'm sure other people were going through the same thing in their relationships during the pandemic but like even the people who were really close around me like not everyone knew and Mm -hmm. like it was very scary because I didn't know how comfortable Eden would be sharing those details yeah yeah so yeah no it's but I can see why such an important aspect, whether you go to therapy or not, is just talking to someone, you know, just bringing it back to that point, just like really, because I feel like we have so many, so much conversation with ourselves in our minds, mm-hmm. right? You you probably have like enough to fill books of what you've talked to yourself, what you've been through, but you aren't willing to share with anybody, but until you are able to put it out there and release it, it almost feels like time stands still and you're not able to move on past certain things. And opening up is honestly the key to getting over it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And um, it does... It does really make me feel guilty sometimes when I see the comments on TikTok and I realize... Um, certain people don't have those people to talk to. Mm-hmm. Just because, for whatever reason, I feel like me personally, I've been really blessed. I just have such incredible people in my life. Um, but I don't know if this is any consolation or any, you know, if this would even work. But we have started a Discord that we just launched today or yesterday, um, and hopefully, there's, you know, if you don't have anyone. Hopefully you can find someone in this community of ours that we're slowly building um, that you can just talk to, you know, whether even just like text or you can do voice chat if you want. And Discord has voice channels. But honestly, you just have to put your shit out there and get it over with. And that's the only way you can really move on, because I feel like at the end of the day, if, if you let the shit that you went through hold you back and hold you down you're letting it win twice and i'm a pretty competitive and selfish person and i (laughs) i was gonna say stubborn stubborn (laughs) and i refuse to let something as you know as trivial as that kind of get the best of me you know what i mean so at 32 fucking years old (laughs) we're dealing with whatever happened at like eight years old you know but thankfully um you know, thankfully, we can start moving in that right direction. It'll, it'll still take some time. Yes. You know, and I'm, your future girlfriend will thank you. <laughs> She'll thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, you know, I, I texted my mom. I was like, let's... Uh, you did? Yeah, I texted her. I was like, yo, round up the troops. <laughs> I said, <gasps> I said, like right after? Yeah, like a couple days ago. I said, when's uh, when's dad and when's, when's Ulrich free? Let's just go and go grab dinner. And then she said, okay, when do you want to go? So <gasps> so tent- tentatively, we have it for Monday right now. <gasps> we haven't set a time. Like so, this Monday? Yeah, the coming Monday. <gasps> so we'll see what happens. We haven't set a time yet, so I don't know if it's going to go through or not. Um, Dude, a time is very easy. Dinner time. <laughs> but she said Monday. I said, yeah, Monday works. Yeah. And then there was nothing after that. <laughs> there, wasn't, there, wasn't, there wasn't further scheduling, yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, you should definitely reach out to your brother to make sure he knows so he doesn't have plans. He doesn't have plans. We're in a pandemic. Come on. You can't assume that. Yeah, he doesn't have plans. He's fine. He'll change plans. No, she asked him. Sorry, she, my mom asked him. Um, and your dad was down? I don't know if he's... Yeah, I guess so. Oh, my God. Where are you guys going to go? I don't know. Probably go to a Chinese restaurant. Phoenix? 
No, I don't. Maybe I don't know. Oh my god. So hopefully somewhere private, and we can just sit and just at least be normal and uh, make some small talk, and that will be that'll be it. That'll be enough. The first step. That'll be the first step. It'll be enough, where I can, you know, get this off of my mind and off of my heart and just move on. Man, let me know where. <laughs> I'll be like nearby. Come to you. Come on, man. I was like, fine. Oh man. Oh damn! I always feel like. When we're just chatting, like I have so much to say, but then when it's like in a podcast form, like my words never come out very well. What, like something you just said right now, or something you've been thinking about? Yeah, like I just felt like I I couldn't. Like last episode or right now? No, just right now. Like I right. couldn't put into words what I meant by, like the fact that you're a capable person. Yeah. And you can get through this. Yeah. But no, I'm proud of you. That's, man, I'm excited. Yeah. It feels tough because this has been so much a part of my identity for so long mm-hmm. where I don't know what I am beyond this, you know, what I am beyond the person of having a really dysfunctional family, dysfunctional childhood. And when you don't know beyond that, you're kind of really comfortable just saying, you know what, I'm okay. This is my title. This is my label. But to move past that is very scary because now it's like, what's next? Mm-hmm. It's scarier almost to like think, okay, I don't have an excuse to feel this way, to act this way, to, you know, to whatever happens, blame it on this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's true. And also, what does like a good relationship with your family like? What is that even gonna look like going down, going forward? You know, like it's not like all of a sudden. You know, your mom's going to text you every day and be like, you know, it's yeah. not going to ever be like that. That's just. Yeah, at, at this just point, how family yeah, is. at this point, it's just how it is. But at least it feels like less of a. It just, you know, it just. I said, I said this on the last episode where when I left the house after I saw my dog before he passed away, that it didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. You know, it just felt negative in terms of like. Like I'm losing something. Mm. Like I don't want to feel negative. I don't need to feel positively charged. Mm. I'm, I'm okay with neutral. Mm. You know, mm. I just don't want it to be negative because then it's like I'm. It's just like whoa. lose, lose. Yeah, just you don't want to be in that situation where things feel like you're going into the into the minus. Yeah. You know. How are you feeling now about Yolo? <sighs> I'm a lot better. Now. Still haven't told anyone. It's just hard to bring up. Dude, last week I was like, any updates? <laughs> yeah, you were saying it. Oh my gosh, it's okay. For, for, <laughs> for everyone listening, we had a hot pot at, oh, no, not hot pot. We had army stew at Duncan's house, right? It was us, Duncan, Eden, Richie. Basically, Andre. like your closest friends. Yeah, and okay, then Carmen was like, oh, does anybody else have any updates? You said it like in a way where it's like, oh yeah, let me, t- let me share some good news. No, I, got, I was never going to share. Prom- I got a new promotion today. <laughs> I was never going to share your news, but I was giving you a platform yeah but you said it in such a way where like anybody else have any updates <laughs> like what i'm gonna say oh yeah guess what guys my, my dog died you know what i mean like you know like oh my god like the mood is you you set it up by the mood going up you know my god i was like oh my god carmen i wasn't expecting you to share it right at that moment it was more like a prompt for you to be like any time in this evening you could share it <laughs> yeah it just but no I, I knew you wouldn't share it i i, I figured you would have told um maybe you would have told andre on the drive home or something yeah there's been moments where i'm like it just feels tough as well like i just feel like i'm the type of person because i've had to deal with so much of my shit on my own when i was growing up now it's just easy to hold it in mm-hmm. and just deal with it myself kind of thing mm-hmm. um so I, I to be honest i really don't know how to bring that stuff up it feels weird it just feels like like but i guess there's no way easy way to bring that stuff up right yeah 
Because it's going to be so awkward. Like if one day they ask you how he's doing and you're going to be like, oh, he passed away like two years ago. Yeah. Like, so, dude, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So I don't know if we said this on air or not last week, but I said I didn't even, I was thinking about doing an Instagram post. Yeah. But I felt like it was so fake. But I might do one on my own personal account just to put it out there so I don't have to have like a million conversations. Yeah. Just put it out there and then. Yeah. You know, but it's also because like I'm not saying it. yeah like it was never the intention to just like oh you you should talk about it with everybody or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. right but it's like those people are your closest guy friends not only that but they also have dogs I know that's why so I don't I also feel bad because I don't want them to like feel bad for you feel bad for me feel bad for Yolo for an altered like I just don't want to bring they're just so happy around their dogs that I don't want them that happiness to be ruined. That's because so now, because now the thought of, oh, but Derek lost his dog pops up. No, just be happy. Ignorance is bliss. I see why ignorance is bliss now. This just stay ignorant. So interesting how you think because that is like complete opposite of how I would think. <laughs> what do you mean? Like not that I like to burden people yeah, with yeah, my yeah. with my. Yeah, you can't hold stuff in. I can't hold stuff in. Like <laughs> it'll kill me. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't have a podcast earlier. <laughs> but that's why when you're like want to do a podcast, I'm like. Hell yeah! <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> no, really though, because I don't, I don't know if it's like just how girls and guys like right, process, process things yeah. differently. But for girls, it's like uh, I don't like to keep that stuff. Like at least for me, maybe because you guys were encouraged to when you guys were younger. Yeah, it's also like this group mentality. Like, whoa, we're like, it's like a support, a really good support group. What do you mean? Like, if like I'm going through... Yeah, girlfriends oh, right. are always the ones that are like, oh my God, that sucks. Like, they'll kind of validate your feelings. And at the moment, you really just want someone to listen, you know? And girls will do that. They'll be like, oh my gosh, that's so shitty. Like, you know, and it, it just... And then naturally, it just automatically makes you feel better. Yeah, and maybe that's why it's tough to bring around guys because guys naturally try to f help you solve things. Yeah. And there's no solution to this. Like, my dog passed away. Like, what... like. There literally is not a next line of the conversation. Yeah. Not, right? Because it's just like, be like, oh, sorry, bro. Yeah. And that's it. And that's it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's and true. It's just, oh, sorry, bro. And then you feel like they feel pity or sad for you. And I don't want you to do that either. Yeah. 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 Right. So it just feels like I might as well just not even go in that direction. Yeah. You know, but, but yeah, I think I'm just going to do, you know, just a post, just put it out there, yeah. get over with. And, um, you know and just move on and the crazy thing is like having a dog teaches you so much about everything in life because mm -hmm. they're like they represent life in a small way mm -hmm. like a fractional way right everything about taking care of someone you know love and loyalty yeah what happens when they pass away yeah right time goes on you know what i mean I, I look at like this week uh andre's girlfriend has a dog paula mm -hmm. her dog kuma has been staying with us yeah and he's like a mini golden poodle. Yeah. And I've been playing with her and she's just like the cutest thing ever. Uh. Um, I forgot where I was going now. Oh my God. What was I saying? <laughs> like dogs are just so loyal and so... Oh, like no. They're, they're great representations of life. Mm. You know, and... Yeah, you just learn so much from them. You know, you really... They're such a... Yeah, a great representation of life. Yeah. Would you get another? Uh, I want to emotionally, but definitely lifestyle wise. And like before the pandemic, I was just so busy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you know? were never home. Yeah, yeah, like all of us were just so busy. And, and back to the point of, I think that's why we all had so much shit fester up during the pandemic. We just had no one to talk to, no one to take our mind off of things with. So we were just really left with our demons. Yeah. Right, we didn't have the usual distractions of going out, watching a movie, this, that, that would take our minds off of our demons. It was just us and our demons. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. It's crazy that we lived through a pandemic, eh? <laughs> like this is these are the stories that we're gonna be telling our grandchildren, and they're gonna be like, "Oh my god." We started a podcast during the pandemic. They're like, "Tell us <laughs> what it was like," you know. We had to wait outside the restaurant to get takeout. Yeah. It was brutal. <laughs> As it isn't as... I mean, 
Obviously, we're very lucky. Like, we didn't get very sick from COVID, you know, things like that. Very, very grateful for that. But, mm-hmm. like, it was almost... You know how, like, back then when technology wasn't really good, like, let's say, like, Spanish flu or mm-hmm. the other pandemics. How scary, how much more scary it must have been? Yeah, but people were actually, like, worried for their lives, yeah. you know? Whereas, like, it seems like nowadays in the pandemic, like... We're worried about our rights. We're worried about our rights. We're worried about our mental health. Mm-hmm. Like, how taking away certain freedoms from us. Such, like, uh, metaphorical things. Yeah, right? It's so crazy. Yeah. We, we've honestly gone so far as a species. Yeah. You know, we've, where we fight, we argue about imaginary things now and laws and rights. And, you know, obviously these are very real things, but they're not like tangible. Yeah. You know, and. Yeah, it is what it is. Where are we going with this? I don't know. We just needed to, uh. I just needed to at least kind of get I didn't just need to say what I didn't say at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, I felt like after that episode you just like literally like (laughs) you like flopped on the couch and you're like, oh, that was so bad. Yeah, I felt like I I didn't I felt like I uh, I don't know why I didn't start off the story or the part of that episode of talking about how I got YOLO and how he was like the cutest little uh, lab and border collie mix and really just painting the visual for people versus going right into it like my dog yeah my, my brother texted me and he was really you know I mean it just felt like I just jumped right into it and that kind of pissed me off yeah it's um, so okay yeah. I, no you did go into that yeah later like, I think yeah end. you started asking me yeah, about yeah. it which was good thank you yeah yeah yeah, I mean, what we originally had on the docket today <laughs> to to switch things up a little bit. I think we were going to talk about what did I send you? This is what there I was this you. TikTok clip. Yeah, there was. Let I me mean, let me read. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we want to go into this or not. But uh, whoa, we talk. I feel like this deserves a whole episode on its own. Because it's so weird to switch from like dark and deceased to <laughs> this is my dating life no go ahead go ahead <laughs> do it this is what you get or no okay fine, fine 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 let's let's stay on this have you ever been to a funeral yes what did you <laughs> no i have i, I, was... I don't know I'm why are you laughing <laughs> why are you laughing what's funny about that is it, i've been to funerals but never of people that I knew. <laughs> Showing up to strangers' funerals? Like it was, uh, yeah, it was either like my boyfriend at the time's mm. relative. Wow. Or a friend's parent. Like you're just paying tribute to a friend. Right. For a fr- like you're being there for a friend, but you don't, you didn't really know the parents. You've never been to a funeral of someone you knew? No one I Grandparents? ever... Grandparents? No one I ever knew. Grandparents. Who was close with me. You still have all your grandparents? So my mom's mom and my dad's mom are still alive. My mom's dad, like, abandoned my mom's family when she was very young. So you just don't know him? He's still alive, but I don't even know what he looks like. Mm -hmm. And then my dad's dad passed away when I was very young. Oh, wow. So lucky. I know. I've never been to a funeral that of someone I knew, and I've never known anybody very close to me who has passed away. Wow. But I know that obviously that day is going to come. When that day comes, I'm going to be a mess. I just don't deal with that kind of stuff very well. Like I cry at like people I don't know's funerals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Because it's... Have you been to a funeral? Yeah, I've been to funerals. Who's? My grandparents. In Hong Kong? In Hong Kong. Oh, you went? Yeah, it was my mom's dad. Oh. Um, I had a friend pass away when we were in uni- not university, like a bit after university. I don't think you knew him, um, but it's a mutual friend of like mine, Henderson, Ryan's. Oh, I think I know who he yeah. is. Yeah. Was it like? Yeah, I think I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was definitely like the 
closest and youngest person. Um, and then as, after that, maybe like one other funeral as a kid. Mm. Just like a random relative or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, I don't know. It's sad. But we always talk about how, like for your funeral, you kind of want it to be like this big party. Yeah, man. <laughs> for all you listeners out there. You're like, play some fucking music. Like. <laughs> oh, man. for Because we're so close now, anyone listening to this, whether you're at, in your car right now, whether you're on your laptop doing work, whether you're on the treadmill at the gym, you're listening to this right now. I'm speaking to you directly. You know me. <laughs> the day I pass and Carmen makes an Instagram post, <laughs> do not, well, hopefully cry, cry, because it just makes me, make me feel, you know what I mean? Make me feel like important. But don't feel sad. Turn up, have a shot on my behalf. Recognize that life is beautiful and that you know we were just hot we were just lucky to do this thing called life and that even though time will go on and nothing nothing ever stops time even though as bad as we want it to you know it goes on and make sure that it goes on with purpose and it goes on with intention and it goes on with meaning what do you think like happens after you die i know exactly what happens after you die i'm about to blow everyone's mind right now you're do you believe in heaven? Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> you want to know what happens after you die? What? For everyone listening right now, right? <laughs> oh my God. This guy's supposed to about yeah. to drop some knowledge yeah, right seriously. here. seriously. <laughs> this is what happens after you die. Can you remember what it was like before you were born? No. That's what happens after you die. It's just nothing. Until you're born again? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what do you mean nothing? Before you were born, there was nothing. Yeah. You didn't have... Because you didn't exist. So you just go back into non-existence. Exactly. You go back, there's there's nothing. So you don't believe in like heaven? I used to. Okay, the, religion is a whole nother topic. I grew up in the church. I well, like We don't have to talk about religion, but you don't believe like people who have died before us are watching over us. No. Oh, really? No. You don't believe like when you die, you're going to like face all the karma or... I think when you die... Your eyes go out. It's either black or white. And that's it. And that's it. And the wind blows and the people who loved you will miss you. And they'll stand around your, your grave and leaves will tumble. and Time moves on. Time moves on. Damn. That's, that's a peaceful way to think about it. That's almost better than heaven, you I think. You float <laughs> up and you start looking down. Carmen. I actually think that. Like, you know, in movies when like you pass away and then you're like ghost leaves your body and you're just looking at your dead body oh and you God. see everyone like standing around like crying for you. That's yeah. what I think. Yeah. I don't know. That would be nice to, to get one final look and yeah. at least kind of have some peace, but I don't think so. <laughs> Damn. You know? And it's just one of those... um Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things, you know, we'll always argue religion, God or not. But what we do know is you're not here anymore. Mm. You know. If you died right now, would you be okay with it? Like, you mean like if I knew, let's say I, like I was terminally ill and i knew i had x amount of days to live would i be okay with it sure no what why you feel you feel like you have unfinished business yeah there's just still so much that i haven't experienced but when is it ever enough i mean honestly it's not even about like like places i want to go or you know but it's for me it's always been like what's on your bucket list like I'm still not a parent yet you know I still don't know what that I want to know what that feeling feels like when you become a parent that love that people always describe you know where you mm-hmm. knew you, you knew someone for literally seconds and you fall so deeply in love with them like mm-hmm. what's that feeling like mm-hmm. you know or 
even like the feeling of not that this is a good feeling but i've never even experienced death when, of oh, someone, like someone else right. right or but do you feel like when you've experienced all these things you'd be like okay yeah i'm ready to go yeah that's really what all you're waiting for I definitely don't think I'm at that point in my life where I'm like, Jesus, take me. No, it's not Jesus, take me. <laughs> like, but for me, like, I feel like if I were to go and they say, hey, tomorrow's your time, I would be okay because I, don't you, I feel like I've done so much. You would be happy? I wouldn't be happy, but I would <laughs> be at peace. You would? I felt like I have done incredible things for a kid from Saga who just wanted sure, but don't you, to do something. Don't you want to see more? Of course, of course. But if this is, if, if this, this is, is your story, if this is, you know, hey, this time you check out, you know, this is, this is yeah, where you your get off story the bus. where you still have not like, you know, like, no, it's yes. just, really? I've just off photography alone, I've been able to travel the world and go to places that I was never supposed to be at. And hear stories of people that I was never supposed to know and feel things that I was never supposed to feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that alone gives me so much happiness that I was able to do that. Mm. Just because I put something to my eye and just went click, 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 click. Right. You know what I mean? Like I feel so... at Like I would be at peace. I honestly don't know if that is like... A good thing or a bad thing. Yeah honestly like I mean, it's almost it, like a little bit morbid <laughs> no no it's just i'm at peace obviously i still i'm still working i'm still i still want to achieve yeah, yeah, more yeah. i still have I know. ideas and goals and ambition but i remember being at like resorts yeah standing in the beach usually i'm there alone because they only brought one photographer so it's just me on the beach and i'm standing in the water and i'm just looking at like tourists i'm looking at planes landing and i'm like maybe in the dominican or i'm in saint lucia or i'm here or i'm there and i'm like this is amazing. I could die right now. Yeah, like I had to pinch myself and be like, I'm just a kid from Saga who grew up in a fucked up home who decided I was going to be a photographer out of all things with no art background. Yeah. And look where I am. You know, I'm paradise on earth. Mm-hmm. The sun is shining on me. You know, it's just, that's incredible. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean... It's one thing to be grateful and, and like, mm-hmm. you know, be like, you just see how far you've come. But I just feel like there's still so much life that we haven't lived yet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know? Like, I would be, I would be sad that, yeah, I haven't experienced, you know, I've, we, I think we've experienced more than maybe a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And we're very mm-hmm. lucky for that. But at the same time, like, there's so much that I've still yet to see and experience. So I would be, I, I, I you'd be worried. I'd be worried. Oh my God. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, what was a crazy thought when I was uh, coming up to your doorstep. What if I died? <laughs> no, that was in my <laughs> fucking, <laughs> I didn't drive through a snowstorm to record this episode to think of, oh, what if Carmen died? That's what I was thinking, actually. If I, if I died? Well, like, I, ke- I kept looking out at the snow. Like it's, it's a really bad storm right now, guys. And so it took him like almost bad. an hour to get here when it usually takes him 30 minutes. Yeah. Cause we're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Like cars are slipping left, right and center. But like I was looking up at the snow and I was like, man, it would be really bad if you got into a car accident. Yeah. Like yeah. these are just the things that I think of. It's like when you're a kid and your parents are like an hour late from what they said they'd be home. You're like, oh my God, did they die? Yeah. <laughs> And the worst part about it, too, if you died because of coming here, I would be like, oh, my God. You feel guilty? Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. Why did I? No. Why did I say Thursday on the worst snowstorm? <laughs> but. um, <laughs> What were you saying? What were you thinking when you were coming up the steps? <laughs> I was coming up the steps. I rang the doorbell. Mm-hmm. And I realized that one of these days. It's going to be this little person running up to the door and opening it for me. Oh my gosh. I know. That's so weird. I know. That's so weird. I know. <laughs> That's no. so weird. Yeah, that, that was literally the thought went, that went through my mind. That's so true. I know. It's just, you know, and oh she'll be like, or he'll be like, you know, Uncle Derek, record another podcast today. 
<laughs> oh my god but yeah just that image just that little kid running up to the door and opening it for me this is crazy oh man that's so funny how how you think of these things i know right i'm the most fucked up person but i have the most like wholesome thoughts <laughs> just no one to share them with <laughs> yeah oh man yeah i don't know oh. <laughs> yeah it's been like yeah it's been so weird like just there are moments during my pregnancy yeah give us an update <laughs> this episode's called life and death <laughs> oh my, oh my gosh <laughs> sorry That's a bad joke damn bad joke. yeah we gotta end on a positive note i know yeah let's talk about life <laughs> Talk about beautiful beginnings. Well, that's what we're going to call it. Beautiful beginnings. Yeah. No, do life and death. Life that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Know, that's pretty good. God. No, it's oh, just like man. always. Uh, R.I.P. YOLO. It's always definitely weird, like being pregnant and, you know, the first trimester, you have all these symptoms that remind you that you're pregnant. Like what? You know, like nausea, heartburn, feeling tired, like your body. Like just, you forget you're pregnant sometimes. You're like, oh, fuck. I'm pregnant. Well, now that I'm like in my second trimester, I... I definitely like worry more, Why? even though the first trimester was the rocky trimester. Wait, what's how? Oh man, this is gonna make me sound so stupid. How long is the trimester? Three months. Three months. Yeah, three months. You're in your second already. Yeah. It's only February. Then when you? I'm, I'm due August. Six didn't months. You, didn't you get pregnant in December? I found out I was pregnant in December, but I was already six weeks by then. Oh Jesus Christ! It, it, they count it from the first day of your last period oh i was like what are we in the first trimester still which is why usually when you find by the time you find out the person's already like in their second trimester because it's right. so fast right so that's why you're planning the uh um pregnancy reveal photos yes yes once we find out the gender which is gonna be next week because i did like that i paid for, we paid for the early genetic testing so you're not wait you're not doing a gender reveal you're just gonna we, we we are we are but so who's gonna know first Duncan uh no 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 I'm gonna ask like someone at my office to order the stuff mm. like someone who my office manager is like the type of person who doesn't like birthdays doesn't like cupcakes like she's just like mm. yeah so she'll order that for me but wait why'd you get the person who doesn't care about that stuff to order because she doesn't care about the surprise oh like she's not gonna be like oh my god why did you like tell me like she actually right. will just order it and not be upset that i didn't right. like surprise her right right um whereas duncan like probably wants to be surprised <laughs> <laughs> but he did offer to help um no but like in your second trimester when all your symptoms are kind of easing off mm -hmm. and you feel like i have this like new sense of energy like i'm not sleeping 12 hours a day anymore i don't feel as nauseous things are more manageable you've kind of gotten used to your body you're not at that stage where like the first trimester your uterus is really expanding it's growing from like, it grows to be the size of a grapefruit at this point, right? Uh -huh. Your boobs are like swollen. Your like nipples are like ridiculous. Uh -huh. So there's a lot of changes in the first trimester, but it, it's a constant blessing, even though you're suffering, that it's a reminder that, oh, you're creating life. These mm -hmm. things are happening because there's a fucking baby growing inside of you. Mm -hmm. But once these things are gone, you're just kind of like, every morning I wake up now and I'm kind of like, are you still there? Like, <laughs> you know, it's so quiet now. Like, it's just so... What like, do you mean quiet now? Oh, like the... Like the changes are not as drastic. Kind of gotten used to, like, the way my body looks. Okay, you're, you're just... Aren't you going to... Is it going to get way... In third trimester. Bigger and worse and... Yes, so third trimester, yes. Hot flashes and cravings and up is down and left is right and they you're say, screaming at people. Yeah, first and third, but second trimester is kind of like... Mm, you're in the eye of the storm. Yeah, and tomorrow's actually our second ultrasound where, again, you'll hear like the baby's heartbeat and it now the like the, our, my ultrasound will... Remember the first one? It just looked like a little like piece of poop or something. The second one will look... <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> the second one will look more like a fully developed baby. Remember when Ro showed you hers and you're like, what the fuck? It's yeah, like, a, yeah, yeah. it has like fingers and like facial features. Yeah. It's oh going to look like God. that. You know, what's really scary oh my God. is that it has all these features, but it's literally the size of a lime. Think about that. Yeah, it's just like a, like a, <laughs> a fully formed human. That's the size of a lime. That's so fucking weird. Oh man. Anyway, so it's not, in, so it's kind of weird because you think, ultrasounds are this like happy thing 
but it's actually really nerve-wracking going into Wait, every elk. Why? Because you just never just know. Little, beep, 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 I know, but beep. you never know what they'll find. Right. It's you never know. Because you're almost like praying not to get bad news. Yes, because you know, there's always a chance to that maybe the baby doesn't have a heartbeat anymore right. or you know it's just like these things that go through your mind and you start to worry mm -hmm. so um yeah i mean we'll see tomorrow but it's just been very crazy to experience life in this way and like i i you know it's very interesting because i was uh, listening to this podcast and the girl had just given birth and uh she was saying how It's interesting because like during your nine months of pregnancy, you go through so much change, not only like physically, but also mentally mm -hmm. and your life changes so drastically from before you were pregnant to after the baby comes. Right. Especially if you're someone who used to like kind of like me, who partied a lot, mm -hmm. who drank a lot. Like your lifestyle? Your lifestyle is mm -hmm. very different. Right. Like I can't drink now. I can't go out and party. You know, I. Mm -hmm blah 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 and uh she's like it's interesting because she never felt more alone but connected while connected with someone right isn't that so weird yeah you're literally never like i'm never alone now but you ne you never feel more alone yeah because you you had to break all these ties off yeah and uh i mean so far you know i'm, I'm really lucky that in a I way, mean, I, I guess that's why mothers love their children so much because we were with them when you guys were alone. Yeah, you have this bond that's already already formed. Yeah, right. Yeah, and fathers can, I guess, never reach that same depth. Yeah, right. Yeah, and she obviously has given birth now, and she's like her life has really changed. But like those were her words. She was like, "It's it's crazy how you just." have this deep love for someone meanwhile you've only known them for a day right like that is just such an unfathomable yeah, yeah feeling because yeah, yeah. if, if that was like a real life dating scenario you'd be insane yeah like, i just met you yeah. yeah like you literally would do you would die for this right person. away on the spot yeah yeah when this person has done nothing right for you right like i can't wait to experience that because that is i think something that you like you just can't be described you gotta like experience yeah. it yourself you know yeah so yeah it's very interesting yeah we're so opposite <laughs> you have no desire i have no desire for that really yeah it's, it's just like when i s this is why i wouldn't it would have never worked <laughs> <laughs> i realized that I'm, I'm a very glass half empty person yeah we're yeah in that sense we're very like i always look at things from the negative even though i'm a positive emotional grateful person mm -hmm. right i feel like i'm very sappy sometimes but i do look at it from like like i, I see the problems versus the joy that mm. brings and i can't change my perspective like turn the camera the other way yeah you know maybe i don't know maybe with the right person I don't know. You really, literally have no... No desire. Do you like kids? I do. I do. Okay. I do love kids. I would love to really be someone for a kid and like have a great relationship and be that cool uncle. Or yeah. But you feel like it's a lot of responsibility? Like if it was like your kid or is there this expectation if it's your kid or what's the difference? The responsibility, the feeling that your life is no longer your own. Mm -hmm. like i fought so hard to have my life mm. be my life mm -hmm. right and now it's not my own anymore it's, it's just tough to process you know it's a lot to process and um and one of the things that really stuck out to me you know going back to the childhood topic was um my dad would always say like my relationship with your mom is not good because of you guys mm. and i'm so worried that okay a finding the a girl that you want to marry or someone you want to marry is already an, yeah an already incredible feat mm -hmm. right it's not i feel like we don't talk about this enough in society where being loved finding married finding the one and getting married is so expected mm -hmm. but it's actually like 
a miracle of itself. Yeah. Right? So you've now you've performed this miracle. You found someone that loves you as much as you love them. We're going to do this thing called life together. But now you're going to put that at risk? You know, like... It just doesn't make sense logically, you know what I mean? So that's, I can't shake that. You can't think of it like that. But I can't shake, you know, the fact that I, I do think of it like that. Because, because we do, we do see that. We have seen that. Of course. We will continue to see that. So it's like rolling the dice is now, is my relationship with this person strong enough to withstand the complications and complexities of having a child and all the disagreements that come with it and all the stress and all the, you know. For sure. But you've also seen the other side where people say they fall so much, like they fall in love with the other person again when they be when they see their their wife become yeah. a mother, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. Wow. You, you definitely see the glass. Yeah. Empty. I'll be happy with the, the one person already. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm not asking for yeah, much. Let's just start there, you know. <laughs> you, you know, I'm just I'm just out here trying to, you know, you know, repair myself enough to be ready for that one person and then That's true. That's true. One step at a time. Yeah, one, one step, step at a time. You've got time. Yeah, you, know, you, you can't think about the finish you've line. You've got time. You've got time. Life is a marathon, you know. You've got time. One step at a time. That's true. You got What if um you meet someone and they only <laughs> want children? No. What if you meet someone who had kids already? Like, would you be down for that? That, yes. What's the because, difference? Because <laughs> there's less pressure. Because you're the stepfather? Because everything you do is a bonus. Because the fact that I'm a great father to you is looks even better because you're not even my kid. Right. But right? you could still be a negative influence to them. No, no it's not going to happen. <laughs> exactly it's not gonna happen it's not gonna I'm happen gonna a, if you have a kid i'm gonna be like it just would require so much all of your focus oh, it's just a mentality thing yeah maybe it's just mentality maybe i'm just not ready yet you know maybe a couple more podcasts a couple weeks later <laughs> <laughs> yo guys i'm ready i'm a changed person who wants to get knocked up <laughs> damn you get canceled for that <laughs> Why? I want to get canceled for that. Who wants to get knocked? Yeah, who wants to get knocked up, bro? Leave, With leave. consent. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's consensual. I'm not out here like <laughs> ski mask on. I'm about to knock someone up. <laughs> I can't believe your mind went there. Yo, I feel like on TikTok, like people just get canceled <laughs> so. Okay, I don't want to say. Did he easily. ask if you want to argue? Did you hear about? Okay, yeah. What? Off topic. My boy. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I heard about Taylor Holder. Yeah, apparently it, it. It's a real thing, not a PR stunt. I don't know. I don't know. But apparently, like people still don't know what it is. But apparently, they say it could be sexual allegations. So we'll see what happens. But I'm like, <laughs> these are the TikToks that me and uh, Carmen send back to each other. <laughs> What's going on in the news with Taylor Hold- Holder? Is that something? Holder, yeah. Holder. Which is so weird because he's like literally 10 years younger than us. I, j- I just can't escape it. It keeps <laughs> popping up like older. Everyone unfold him. Yeah. I swipe, 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 swipe another guy. Yeah. It's crazy that the TikTok stars are now like, well, they're like celebrities, celebrities yeah. right? People are so invested in their lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, oh man. So when you go on a first date with a girl, do you like, <laughs> is like one of the questions that you ask them is, is it, do you want kids? I try to put a feeler out there, usually in the early first date, second date, third date. Like, what's your vibe? What do you really, you know, want? Have you ever, like, met a girl who, like, was turned off by the fact that you said you didn't want kids? Um, I don't know if specific, if they, like, directly showed it, maybe, like, in their mind. Mm. But not really. But I have, I do kind of bring it up in a joking way sometimes where it's, like, if it's a girl I like and I know that she wants kids, I'm like, yo, how's this going to work? Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. And I kind of mean it in a joking way, but also serious. Like, how is this going to work? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, man. Yeah, it's just it's just tough. Because I know the average person wants kids. Everybody wants kids. Yeah, that's right? true. I just never understood why. Like, why is this such a life accomplishment? Maybe it's just biological, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
It's more going against your biology to say like, to question and be like, I, I don't want that for me. Wait, say that one more time? It's actually going like more going against our biology to say, I'm good. Yeah, I don't yeah, want yeah, kids, yeah. right? It goes against our biology, but it goes with logical thinking in this modern age. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's It's... Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Yeah, as society, it, it's like in statistics, you yeah. know, as you make more money, as you society, you know, gets more and more modern, people have less kids. Mm -hmm. And there's reasons for that, right? It's a, it's a trend across many races, species, <laughs> species, cultures, people, you know what I mean? It just, yeah. it's, it just is what it is. I'm just more advanced than you, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I guess uh, it's another <laughs> episode of life and death. I was gonna say <laughs> life and microdosis. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you guys did good branding. I know we did a good job. Life and micro life and microdosis. If you guys want to check that out, that is an old podcast I had with my buddy Andre. It's uh, not as good as this one though. Also sponsored by <laughs> Schedule Thirty Five. Yeah, check them out um yeah let's wrap it up for today thank you so much for uh supporting us for listening um check us out on tiktok um you can also watch us on youtube if you aren't already and um yeah we'll see you guys next week bye peace